Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. And yes, I am your host, Gail Dixon McBride. So happy to be with you this morning. This is a wonderful day, beautiful day. We are broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland studio. And it is Saturday, September 12th, 2020. Yes, it is. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So if you're alive, you're well, you're listening, and I'm so happy that you could join me this morning. So if uh, I'm going to start off by giving out, first of all, telling you the topic of the show. And if you are a new listener, a first-time listener, then I want to thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, we have been broadcasting live since uh, September the 25th. Uh, 2011. So this is coming up on our nine nine years of me broadcasting live. So this show this morning is September is Healthy Aging Month. Did you know that September is Healthy Aging Month? Well, every month should be Healthy Aging Month. If you are with me, you are a health and health person who knows about health or who is interested in learning more about health and who has been doing the best they can to stay healthy no matter what age and at every age. So today I'm going to share with you some ways that we can continue to stay healthy as we age through each generation, through each decade of our lives. And although some may tell you that age is just a number, your age can be a number that you are proud of. And I know some uh, ladies especially, they'll tell you, well, if you tell your age, you'll tell anything. (laughs) Have you heard that? If you share how old you are, you'll tell anything. Well, I know my grandmother, she was never ashamed to tell her age. She never looked her age. She never felt her age. Um, As she grew older, she still, you know, when I was younger, people used to think she was my mother and not my grandmother when I was living with her. Um, But she lived to be 97 years old. And um, let me tell you, her girlfriend lived to be, believe it or not, 100 and I think it was 110. One of her best girlfriends lived to be 110. So these days people are living longer and with a vibrant quality of life. Yes, it's true. A 60-year-old person can look and feel like a 40-year-old man or woman and be healthy and fit on no medication. So I thank God, praise the Lord, knock on wood and all of that good stuff. I I am not on any medication, and I dare not tell you my age, but I know I'm still kind of leery about sharing that, but Let's just say I've been around for a while. (laughs) If they are living to their potential. Now, if you're living to your potential, then you can be healthy, not be on any medication, and you can look healthy, feel good, 
Remember Jane um, Fonda years ago? I think it was about five, maybe it might, at least five years, maybe more. She had a facelift because she said, well, I look in the mirror and she said, I don't look like I feel. She said, I feel like, I think at the time she might have been 60. She said, I feel like I'm 30 or 20, but I look like I'm 50 or 60. So she said, well, I'm going to have a little nip and tuck. And so she had a little nip and tuck. And Jane Fonda is still rolling strong, looking good and healthy, feeling good, looking good. And uh, so, and you know, she's always been an exercise guru, so. But aging can be a beautiful journey if we take the steps to live a healthy lifestyle. So we want you to join us this morning. I'd like to hear from my listeners. Um, The call-in number to Partners in Health and Biz this morning is 347-945-7433. Press 1 if you have a question or comment, and you don't have to do anything if you just want to continue to listen to the show. And I believe I have programmed this show. Yes, I have for one hour. So we have uh, a nice amount of time to spend together this morning. And um, let me just uh, send this message out or to my Facebook uh, followers that we are on the air. And I'm doing that right now and letting them know that we are Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Tune in. Okay. Tune in. And I'm going to put our phone number, 347, and it's 945-7433 if you'd like to call in. Um, and if you want to go to the to the website... It's Partners in Health. Uh, It is Partners in Health, but the website is Partners in Health, or the website is www.pihradio.net, which stands for Partners in Health. Okay, and I'm going to put that in here, www.pihradio.net. Ooh, P P I H. Here we go. Radio dot net. Okay, sending it out to all of my Facebook listeners. All right, here we go. So, first this morning, I'm going to start with some very important information. And let me see on my schedule. September is Healthy Aging Month, and we are going to start off with this. So, September, Healthy Aging Month. What is it that you want to know about that? Well, for the past 20 years, September has been recognized as Healthy Aging Month. It is an annual occurrence to raise awareness about the positive aspects of growing older, targeting the 70 million baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964. So are you a baby boomer? (laughs) And more, okay, let's put it this way. I'm a baby boomer, okay? Okay. And more than 65 million members of Generation X, those are people born between the years of 1965 and 1980. 
Both groups share common interests and desires. We both want to stay active and vital as long as possible, both physically and mentally. In a recent study by P. Caliber, J.H. Wynn, a J.H. Wynn, a DeLongis, and N.L. Sin for the Journals of Gerontology in July 2020, reported by Janice Sawyer, Sayer of the Mather Institute, contends that older age is associated with higher levels of emotional wellness. Did you know that? Even in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic, the study measured perceptions about the stress brought on by COVID-19 including safety, finances, and work-related concerns. The Mather Institute report suggests that older adults on average have been more psychologically resilient than younger adults during the pandemic. While both groups have felt considerable stress, and I know, I know we have, related to COVID-19, all of us have, older adults felt they were better able to cope with stressors than did their younger counterparts by mentally reframing the situation as a growth opportunity. This is what we do. Younger and middle-aged adults polled had greater concerns about COVID-19 than did older adults related to emotional well-being, finances, and work. So this I want to share with you. So if you have children, young children, or teenagers, whether they're in elementary school, middle school, or high school, or college, to your children about what's going on and give them the truth but a positive uh, outlook because there are many young people, uh, teenagers, and young adults that are committing suicide. They feel that this is the end of the world. COVID-19 has happened. Everything has slowed down or stopped. Their education is put on hold in many instances. They were looking forward to going to college and being and interacting with the college life, lifestyle, living on campus and having friends and a social life on campus. And now things have uh, become different. So, uh, so many uh, elementary, middle, and high school students and even college students are now learning mainly online. And this is a whole different a whole different atmosphere for them. They're not used to that. And parents, you have to be diligent in speaking and talking to your children, sitting down with them, you know, letting them know what really is going on and letting them know that this too shall pass. You know, this too shall pass. We've been through pandemics before. History shows what has happened, but they have to stay calm and they have to look forward to uh, better days, better days that will come. So we're doing the best we can, and we're going to all get through this, as we say, together. So that is what's going on with our uh, younger generation, and the older generation has to hold it down, finding it difficult to look at the brighter side of life. So many of them are finding it difficult to look at the brighter side of life. So try these tips for aging healthfully, no matter what your age. Okay, first of all, promote a good physical, uh, promote good physical health by being active and and staying socially engaged with others. Whether you're going to church, you're volunteering in in an organization, you're meeting your friends, you're zooming uh, with your family. 
get on Zoom. If you have a computer, you can do the Zoom. You can do the Skype. You can, you know, there are many ways you can make sure if you have a phone, most of us at least have a phone, make sure you're in contact with your friends and your relatives and your church members. Maintain a healthy diet and get regular checkups and yearly physicals. I shared this last Saturday. It's very important that we still go to the doctor, even though uh, we're in a pandemic and the coronavirus is here, because there are too many people, too many of you that are uh, dying from things, uh, illnesses that could uh, have been nipped in the bud and you would not have died had you gone to the doctor and seen a doctor. For instance, if you were having chest pains, don't say, oh, it's just heartburn or it's nothing. If it's something, then it's not, it's, it's something. <laughs> so especially uh, depending on your age, you will definitely want to call your doctor, let them know what's going on, and they may tell you to come in immediately because you could be on the verge of having a heart attack and there sometimes you could be on the verge of a stroke. There's different things that could happen, an aneurysm. You don't want to uh, sit around if you have an aneurysm because the time, that's a ticking bomb. That's a, if especially in your brain or wherever it is, if it, if it um, erupts, it can be uh, severely dangerous and cause uh, all types of uh, brain injuries, death. So you want to make sure that we are getting to our doctors. Take charge of your health and research the many ways you can use your health insurance to take proactive steps in keeping healthy. You may be entitled to a variety of health care screenings as you get older, but it's important to know exactly what tests and screenings you should be having based on your age and gender. And parents of young children, let me re restate this, and I re uh, talked about it last uh, last. Uh, uh, last month, well, not last month, but last week, I, I spoke about this last week, that it's very important that your children continue to get their immunizations for their vaccines, the regular vaccines that you were normally taking your child to your doctor um, since they were born because they have different vaccine, vaccinations that are needed so to prevent uh, chicken pox and smallpox and all of these diseases, some diseases have uh, be, been eliminated because people have been doing what they were supposed to be doing, and you don't want your child to come down with something uh, serious or some type of disease, and they take it back to school, and then there's a outbreak of measles or smallpox or chicken pox where, you know, vaccinations could have avoided this. So surround yourself with people who make you smile. Here's another way to to age healthy. Surround your people with surround yourself with people who make you smile and laugh. Yes, we should be laughing every day. I don't care, you know, there are things going on in the world, but there's also some the good things. There's the the negative things, but there are the positive things. So if you have a friend who always says something funny, and makes you laugh and smile, call that friend. You know, it, be around those people. Research your family tree and talk with your physician about your family history. Here's something else. Your health care provider can provide insight on inherited conditions and make some suggestions on lifestyle changes to help you have the longest, healthiest life possible. 
<laughs> oh, here's something else you can do. If you can't surround your friend uh, surround yourself with friends who make you laugh, then if you have a computer and you have a television, then you can look at things that are funny. A lot of people like to watch uh, Steve Harvey, and you know how funny he is. Uh, watch him and those game shows and the children's shows that little kids say the funniest things that make you laugh. Get an audio tape of things that make uh, that are funny that will make you smile and laugh. Um, I'm looking here at Bill Cosby. I remember Bill Cosby um, used to do so many funny stand-up um, skits, and, you know, he was just hilarious. I mean, I know poor... He's in 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 prison right now. It's unfortunate. It's not funny. I, it's a sad situation. However, you know he has been a very funny man, and he has a lot of funny uh, videos and all types of things. But you select the people that you want to listen to that are going to make you smile and laugh. So be be realistic. Uh, some living modifications may be necessary as people age. Falls may become more prevalent and medication management may be needed. Remaining active and engaged is the best gift you can give yourself. Staying physically and mentally active and nurturing social connections with friends and family are all part of the bigger picture in helping to keep your mind and body well. So I'm going to... Look and see here what's going on with my, okay. All right, so I wanted to share that. And next, let's see what I want to talk about. I have some more important information to share with you this morning. So no matter what age, you can stay at your personal best. And here are some expert tips. Later in the show, I don't know if you've heard about the Delaney sisters, but the Delaney sisters are two ladies that um, they wrote they they wrote a book with the help of Sarah L. Amy Hill Hearst, and uh, they wrote a book called "Having Our Say: The Delaney Sisters' First One Hundred Years." They lived. I believe to be like 105, 106 years old. And I will share later in the show some information that they shared with Amy Hill Hearth as she interviewed them. Um, she, they, they have passed now, but she interviewed them. And uh, I'm going to share some information about what they say about aging, healthy, healthy aging. And you will want to definitely hear that. Okay, so this book was written in 1993 when they were still alive. Okay, so what we want you to do is the first thing to do in order to stay healthy at every age is get moving. Yes, get moving. Exercise to maintain a healthy body and brain. And so by, by what we mean by exercise, it doesn't mean you have to run or jog or skip or hop if you want to. And if you can, then by all means, go right ahead. You can dance. You can 
just do some yoga exercises. You can stretch movement. Movement is stretching, holding your arms all the way out, lifting them above your head, reaching them back down. If you have weights, you can use light weights. If you want, if you've been using weights for a while, you can use the moderate size weights, weights that are between three to five pounds. And you can do the weights with your arms, lifting the weights up and down. And, and you can bend and you can just take a class. The other thing is that you can do, and if you're very healthy, you can get into an aerobics class. Uh, yes, I love aerobics. And you can do aerobics at home. You can do aerobics. There are aerobic shows on television, on video. If you have, uh, what is it, Select TV, or if you have a uh, fire stick, and you have fire stick, you can get all types of exercise shows on uh, through. And these are shows that are recorded, and you can listen to them and use them anytime you feel that you want to. But you should do it regularly. Regularly, either every day or every other day or every third day. But it's very important that, number one, in order to age healthy, is to get that body moving. Again, stay social, take a class, volunteer, play chess, play games. You can play all types of games. Yes, checkers, chess, all types of games, crossword puzzles, all types of uh, things that you can do. Stay social. See old friends and make new ones. Why don't you pick up the phone and call some of your old classmates that you haven't talked to in years to find out how they're doing? If you... Uh, they could be high school classmates that you were close to and you've lost contact. They could be college uh, alumni that you were close to and you have lost contact with. Get on the phone. Make some make some contacts. Number three, <laughs> bulk up. Here's something we can do. Eat beans and other high-fiber foods for digestive and heart health. Yes, that's very good for the fiber and to keep your keep yourself regular is good for your heart. And number four, add some spice. I talked about that on uh, several weeks ago. Some of the natural herbs and spices that we should be using to uh, make our foods taste better. And not only do they make our foods taste better, but they're healthier for us if we if we're using the cinnamon and the ginger and um, the turmeric, all types of wonderful herbs and spices. So you can go back and listen to some of my other shows, and you will find all of that information. So add herbs and spices to your meals if medications, if medications dull your taste buds, if you are on medications. Many of you are not on medications. I, again, thank God I'm not on any type of medication. Um, and I do walk. I walk. try to walk every day or every other day and get out and get some fresh air and walk. However, if you're walking, be very careful. In the Columbia area, there was a woman recently, several days ago, who was 80 years old, and she was out walking. I'm not even sure if it was light outside. I heard it was 
I thought I heard the news. It said it was six o'clock in the morning, which on the East Coast where we are, it's not light till about I think quarter to seven. So I don't know where she what was going on, but she if it was six or six thirty, it may have been that the sun was starting to come up. But she was out walking by herself, an eighty year eighty year old woman, and in our area. Normally, we have very low crime, very low crime. Uh, Crime has been increasing, but she was out walking by herself, and some crazy, deranged person who I don't know what was going on ran up to her and stabbed her. She's in the hospital now, so we have to pray for her. I don't know her name or anything about the lady other than that she was in, uh, you know, in the area, uh, Columbia area, and that uh, this happened to her early in the morning. So we want to get exercise, fresh air, move our legs, stretch. So make sure that you are aware of your surroundings. If you must walk by yourself, be aware of your surroundings. I mean, even take take some type of um, thing to protect yourself, whether it's um, – I don't know, something that you can carry that uh, maybe a high-pitched alarm that if you see somebody quickly approaching you, you can press the alarm and it will send a high-pitched squeal. Um, some people use pepper spray, but you have to be careful because you could use pepper spray yourself. Stun guns, you you know, they're all types of things, but you have to be careful how you use them and to just be careful and try to go with other people. Try to... When you're out walking, have a buddy. That's that's the best thing. Have a buddy, a girlfriend, your husband, your wife, and you want to go out on a nice walk. But still be aware of your surroundings. And remember the six feet or more rule. So if someone is walking up to you and they're not six feet apart from you or they're coming up to you very quickly, then you know that's a red flag. That's a red red flag because no one should really be approaching you uh, and getting so close to you that they could stab you. All right, so stay balanced. Practice yoga or Tai Chi. Now, I've heard that I know yoga is good. I do yoga myself. Tai Chi, uh, if if you don't know what Tai Chi is, is that is um, it's not aerobics and it's, it's more of a very light way of moving your body in a slow motion but it really helps with um it helps with uh, your muscle tone it helps with your balance it helps you to balance if you have problems with balancing um and it will improve agility and it helps to prevent falls so look it up tai chi t a i c h i t I'm sorry, T-A-I-C-H-I, Tai Chi. Take a hike. Yes, take a hike. Brisk walks this September can bolster both your heart and lungs. So let me share my experience. About two or three weeks ago, my husband and I went to Sugarloaf Mountain in Frederick, Maryland. Beautiful. Oh, it was a beautiful day. It started out as a beautiful day. And uh, so we hiked up to the summit of Sugarloaf Mountain. It was 1,283 feet to the top of Sugarloaf Mountain. 
We got up there, and it was beautiful. We were over top of the, all the trees, and we were looking down. The air was fresh. It was a hike. It wasn't a walk. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was definitely a hike. Did work our heart and lungs. And I'm telling you, there were rocks and rough terrain, and it was um, some places that you could see boulders that were hanging in large trees. And it was an adventure. It was an adventure. It was an experience, and I tell you, I I loved it. It was not easy, but just think of the feeling when I when we reached the top. At one point, we started. My husband was like, "We need to turn around if we're not all, almost to the top." And I saw I saw some other hikers coming down. And I said, well, how much further do we have to go till we get to the top? And they said, well, about five more minutes uh, straight up, and then about three more minutes to the left, and you'll be there. And I'm like, okay, so we can't stop now. Let's go. And when we reach the top, what an exhilarating feeling to know that we completed that hike. <laughs> we didn't fall out. We didn't pass out. We didn't have a heart attack. It was wonderful. So brisk daily walks this September can bolster both your heart and lungs. If you are in good shape, then I I welcome you to, to, to attempt that and you will succeed. And number seven, sleep well. Yes, in order to age healthy, we need to get a good night's sleep. So talk to a sleep specialist if you don't sleep soundly through the night. Other things that you can do are if you can get a cu- uh, drink a cup of Sleepy Time tea, Sleepy Time Extra. There are all types of herbs. Uh, um, let's see, there's chamomile. That's an herb that's in the uh, Sleepy Time tea. You can also buy the chamomile uh, separately. There, um, there's ashwagandha, which helps. That's an herb which helps to relax you and de-stress you. Um, if you go to your health food store, your local health food store, and you have a, a health food specialist, herbologist on staff, as we do here in uh, Columbia Davis Natural Market, then you can ask your sleep, uh, you can ask your uh, herbologist or your naturopath or your health and wellness consultant there. Um, you can ask he or she, him or her, what are the best ways or what are some of the natural sleep uh, aids that they have that they would recommend? So you need to get a good night's sleep. Exercising, for many people, if they don't exercise during the day, they don't sleep well. I'm one of those. I'm a type A positive uh, blood type person. And I know if I go for more than a day or two without exercising, I'm not I'm not going to sleep well. I'll be tossing and turning because my body needs that exercise. I need that my muscles need to be moved. And um, if I don't exercise, and many of you are like me, if you don't exercise, you don't get a good night's sleep. So, are any of you down, sad, depressed? Number eight. If you've been down for a while, see a doctor. Yes, one thing is to be a little sad because we're all dealing with the uh, coronavirus. Many of you are in 
areas where the fires, uh, wildfires have, have gotten out of control, have burnt down things, have burnt your house. Oh, I'm I'm just so sorry. And uh, we're praying. We're praying hard for all of our brothers and sisters who have uh, have been experienced the, experiencing these type of hardships. It's very hard. And so we want you to get some type of help, all types of help, um, financial help, spiritual help, psychological help, as much help that you can uh, during this time. And uh, so depression, because depression can be treated, and remember, this too shall pass. Number nine, don't forget to aid your memory, make lists, follow routines, slow down, and organize. Yes, slow down and organize. If you find your memory to be um, not as good as it used to, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And then there are also aids for memory, different uh, natural things that you can take to uh, help with memory. So expertise, expert tips. We have some more expert tips on healthy aging. These tips are from Gary W. Small, Dr. Gary W. Small, Professor of Psychiatry and Biobehavioral Sciences, David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA, and he's the director, UCLA Longevity Center. So again, take a daily brisk walk with a friend. You'll get an aerobic workout, and the conversation will exercise your brain and reduce stress. So if you have, if you'd like to call in this morning, we're at our half point, a little over our half point, the call-in number to Partners in Health and Biz is 347-945-7433, 347-945-7433. Press 1 if you have a question, or I'd love to hear from you. If you have, uh, you'd like to share with us ways that you stay healthy, you're aging healthy. What do you do to age healthy? Now, we talked about many times the vitamins, which is they're good, that we all should be supplementing with the vitamins. But can you share with us some specifics of what you do? And um, so call into the studio and let's talk. So let's talk about um, what else that we can do. So want to be doing some type of movement of the body, and when you're walking with a friend, you can have a conversation. You'll exercise your brain, and this reduces stress. So to control the urge to overindulge. So just imagine eating that sweet treat. Yes. Research shows the fantasy dessert will satisfy you, and you'll actually eat less. Okay, have any of you tried that? Mm. So let me, um, I'm going to take a, at this point, we're going to have a word from our wonderful sponsor, Carrie G. Johnson, and we'll be right back as I take some, take a little water sip. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. You're listening to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network, www.pihradio.net. And I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Let's be creative with Carrie. Caricatures by Carrie, available for weddings, parties, anniversaries, corporate events, and more. Children's Book Office. 
superheroes, and cartoon illustrators, logo and graphic designer. Contact Carrie for your customized creations. Caricatures by Carrie at gmail.com. Connect on Twitter and Instagram with hashtag CaricatureCarrie and check him out. www.CarrieGJohnsonDraws.com. And we are back. Gail Dixon McBride here, Partners in Health and Biz. And the topic this morning, September is Healthy Aging Month. And we are sharing this morning, I'm sharing with you some of the ways you can do that. So uh, we talked about imagining that you're eating your sweet treat before the break. Tips from Carla Perisinoto, MDMH. S, Assistant Professor of Medicine, Division of Geriatrics, Department of Medicine, University of California, San Francisco. Now, every few months, review your over-the-counter drugs with your doctor for any potentially unsafe ingredients if you are on medication. I do this, she says, for my parents whenever I visit their home, and I likewise do it for my parents. I have, my parents are are uh, 89 and 92 years old. Yes, my dad still lives by himself. We check on him regularly. I have two other sisters. And my mother lives in uh, in a senior citizen's uh, building, and uh, she's in an apartment building with other people, and they have uh, activities right now. As you know, most of the uh, senior citizen buildings, apartment complexes are pretty much on lockdown because our seniors are, are catching the coronavirus, and if they catch the coronavirus, it's very uh, deadly. For In many cases, it can be deadly. So they, are, they have very strict um, rules and regulations for people coming into the building and uh, for them leaving out. But thank God both of my parents are still alive, and they're still doing relatively well. So, um, and we check on their medication. Try yoga. All types help maintain physical and emotional health. She says, my favorite is Kundalini. I never heard of this. (laughs) Kundalini yoga. Have you heard of it? K-U-N-D-A-L-I-N-I. Kundalini yoga. yoga, And it focuses on meditation and strengthening. Yes, of course, we want to this what we can, and if you know about that type of yoga, good for you. <laughs> so here are some tips from Elizabeth Ekstrom, P, uh, MD, MPH. She is the Director of Geriatrics at Oregon Health and Science University in Portland, Oregon. She says, I do Tai Chi, here we go, three days a week, and it dramatically improves my balance. Seniors can do it, too, and cut their risk of falls by almost half. So if you don't know about Tai Chi, if you're a senior, if you have balance problems and you talk to your doctor and your doctor says, yes, you can do it, take it slow, you can become more balanced and will lower your risk of falls and you will feel better. Okay, so... I shared that. Now I think I will share with you, I was telling you about the Delaney sisters. Having our say, they lived to be over 100 
Yes, it was like 105, 106 years old. So she, they were interviewed, and I'll share a little from the interview from Chapter 31 about what they said about aging. So I'll try to get through this. Uh, yes, I want to share a little bit. It says, one thing um, Sadie said, one thing I've noticed, Sadie Delaney, <laughs> she says, since I got this old is that I have started to dream in color. I'll remember that someone was wearing a red dress or a pink sweater, something like that. I also dream more than I used to, and when I wake up, I feel tired. I'll say to Bessie, I sure am tired this morning. I was teaching all night in my dreams. <laughs> Bessie was always the big dreamer. She was always talking about what she dreamed the night before. She has the same dream over and over about a party she went to on Cotton Street in Raleigh way back when. Nothing special happens. She just keeps dreaming she's there. In our dreams, we are always young, she said. Truth is, we both forgot we're old. This happens all the time. Now, isn't that wonderful? I, I, you know, we should all be able to say no matter what, what age we are. Really? I'm 40? Are you kidding me? I feel like I'm 20. Really? I'm 60? Are you kidding me? I feel like I'm 40. Really? I'm 80? Are you kidding me? I feel like I'm 60. Yes, forget how old you are. Age is the number. So she said, I'll reach for something real quick, just like a young person. And then I'll realize my reflexes are not what they once were. But remember, these women are 100, over 100 years old. It surprises me, but I can't complain. I still do what I want pretty much. These days, I am usually the first one in, awake in the morning. I wake up at 6.30, and the first thing I do when I open my eyes is smile. And then I say, thank you, Lord, for another day. Amen. Y'all, that's one thing. Prayer. Meditation and be thankful. Be thankful. Give thanks. Yes, and this is the will of the Lord. So if I don't hear Bessie get up, Sadie says, I'll go into her room and wake her. Sometimes I have to knock on her headboard and she opens her eyes and says, Oh, Lord, another day. I don't think Bessie would get up at all sometimes if it weren't for me. She stays up late in her room and listens to these talk radio shows and she doesn't get enough sleep. Well, that's uh, Bessie. But in the mornings, Monday through Friday, guess what they do? She said, we do our yoga exercises. Now, these two sisters, over 100 years old, would get up on uh, Monday through Friday and do their yoga exercises. I know my mother in the uh, senior apartment, she does, um, they do chair, chair aerobics. They sit in the chair and they do chair exercises. She said, I started doing yoga exercises with Mama about 40 years ago. Mama was starting to shrink up and get bent down, and I started exercising with her to straighten her up again. Only I didn't know at that time what we were actually, that we were actually doing was yoga. We just thought we were exercising. She says, I kept doing my yoga exercises even after Mama died. Well, when Bessie turned 80, she decided that I looked better than her. <laughs> I love it. So she decided she would start doing yoga, too. So we've been doing our exercises together ever since. We follow a yoga exercise program on the TV. Sometimes Bessie cheats. I'll be doing an exercise and look over at her, and she's just laying there. <laughs> she's a naughty old gal. 
Exercise, they say, is very important. A lot of older people don't exercise at all. Another thing that is terribly important is diet. They said, I keep up with the latest news about nutrition. About 30 years ago, Bessie and I started eating much more healthy foods. We don't eat that fatty southern food very often, and when we do, we feel like we can't move. (laughs) All right, so you take note, listeners, take note. These are from centarians. She says, we eat as many as seven different vegetables a day, plus lots of fresh fruits, and we take This is what they do if you want to live to be over 100. (laughs) She said they eat seven different vegetables a day plus lots of fresh fruits, and we take vitamin supplements, vitamin A, B, B, vitamin A, B complex, C, D, E, and minerals too, like zinc. And Bessie takes tyrosine when she's a little blue. Every morning after we do our yoga, we each take a clove of garlic, chop it up and swallow it whole. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could do that. But uh, here we go. This is what they do. If you swallow it all at once, there is no there is no odor, she says. We also take a teaspoon. Remember the cod liver oil? I remember my mom used to, my mom and dad used to give that uh, that to us when we were young. She said, we also take a teaspoon of cod liver oil. Bessie thinks it's disgusting. (laughs) But one day I said, now, dear little sister, if you want to keep up with me, you're going to have to start taking it every day and stop complaining. And she's she's been good ever since. As soon as we moved to our house in 1957, we began boiling the tap water we used for our drinking water. Yes, you know, a lot of places don't have clean, fresh uh, tap water. Um, And so uh, we drink in our household bottled water. Uh, I had a friend who used to go and drive to the mountains once a month, and uh, he would get spring water, spring water, and that was very uh, clear, fresh spring water. But so the Delaney sister said, we began boiling the tap water we use for our drinking water. Folks keep telling us that it's not necessary that the city of Mount Vernon purifies the water, but it's a habit. And at our age, child, we're not about to change our our routine. <laughs> oh, so this is the Delaney sisters, over 100 years old. She says, these days I do most of the cooking And Bessie does the serving. We eat our big meal of the day at noon. In the evening, we usually have a milkshake for dinner, and then we go upstairs and watch McNeil there on the TV. After that, we say our prayers. We say prayers in the morning and before we go to bed. It takes a long time to pray for everyone because it's a very big family, and we have 15 nieces and nephews still living plus all their children and grandchildren. We pray for each one living and dead. The ones that Bessie doesn't approve of get extra prayers. <laughs> Bessie can be very critical, and she holds things against people forever. Anyway, these are some of the things that the Delaney sisters do, uh, used to do because they have passed on, gone on to heaven. But they have, they live to be, and I'm, I'm think, I believe it was here. It is. They live to be over 105 because this quote 
is from Sadie Delaney. She says, I'm alive out of sheer determination, honey. (laughs) Sometimes I think it's my meanness that keeps me going. Uh, Bessie said that, and she was 103. Sadie said, this Jim Crow mess was pure foolishness. It's not law anymore, but it's still in some people's hearts. I just laugh it off, child. I never let prejudice stop me from what I wanted to do in this life. And that was Sadie Delaney, age 105. Wow, warm, feisty, and intelligent. The Delaney sisters speak their minds in this book that is at once a vital historical record and be and move and a moving portrait of two sisters who love, laugh, and embrace life after one hundred years of living side by side. Their sharp memories show us the post reconstruction South and Booker T. Washington, Harlem's Golden Age and Langston Hughes W. E. B. Du Bois and Paul Robeson. Bessie breaks barriers to become a dentist. Sadie quietly integrates the New York City school system as a high school teacher. Their extraordinary story makes an important contribution to our nation's heritage and an indelible an indelible impression in our lives. So if you want to uh, learn how to live to be 106 or older, uh, get a copy of Having Our Say, The Delaney Sisters' First 100 Years, Sarah L. Delaney and Elizabeth a. Elizabeth Delaney with Amy Hill Hearst. Okay, so let's see what else do we have to talk about this morning. Okay, I see we have a couple of callers. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. How are you? Hey, God bless you. How are you doing this morning? I'm alive, well, and thankful to God. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, they mentioned um, reflexes. It'd be interesting to research if there are exercises to help uh, maintain our reflexes as best as possible. And uh, so that's something I think I want to look into this weekend, what exercises can be helpful for our reflexes. Oh, yeah. Well, like I was was sharing, I know for sure um, not only is uh, Tai Chi uh, good for balance, it's good for reflexes Mm -hmm. also. Um, and yes. then there there are lots of other exercises that you can do, but um, I haven't done uh, the research on you know those, but you know that's something that uh, we can research together. <laughs> you know for yeah, reflexes, yes. yeah, yeah, reflexes. Um, because as you, as we age, it's very important that uh, we stay sharp and our, our reflexes, um, particularly if you're. Um, I would say it just depends on how healthy you are, but how your reflexes mm-hmm. when you're driving should be very sharp because things can happen. I know my dad, um, he had an accident uh, recently, not too long ago, actually, and uh, I believe the accident uh, was due to his uh, the slow response with his reflexes. So, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, because... Um, you know, he could see something coming, but right. being that, you know, he, by the time he lifted his foot uh, from the accelerator to the brake, it was too too late. He had, you know, run into oh, something. So, yeah, right. So. Well, that's an excellent example then, yeah, how mm-hmm. the importance of maintaining reflexes just for safe driving. I hadn't thought about that part of it yet. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so that's like, very important. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but like I said, we have to do some research and see what we come up with. Then, so that oh. that'd be good. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, is, and is this Eric? Is this Eric? Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, uh, thank you, Eric. Thank you for calling in. Um, um right. So you want to share? You want to share your age, Eric, <laughs> or anything about? Yeah. Anything? Go ahead. So I'm 59, and oh. uh, so I walk every day. I used to um, run every day. But uh-huh. it starts to bother my hip. Okay. So I had to cut down running. And I guess running on hard surfaces would take its toll. But it's sort of discouraging because I see, I see people 80 years old running. Yeah, yeah I was in my 50s running. And I said, man, it, they went beyond what I was able to do in terms of running. So I had to, I guess everybody's body is different. Everybody's body's uh, uh, different. But you're a young man, and there are all types of other things that you can do. Um, I was once married to a runner. <laughs> and he also uh-huh. shared oh, with yeah. me recently that um, he had, to, you know, about five years ago, he said he stopped running. Uh, but and then the other thing is, yes, if you want to run, I would say, or if you if it's bothering your hips, because at some point you have to be careful because your hips can deteriorate. and You have to have a hip replacement. So right. um, you can run on uh, running the grass. Or just right. um, you know, not run. Just walk brisk. Walk briskly. Do what you can. Every every time mm-hmm. you, as much as you can move your body, um, uh, walk walk briskly. Dance. I mean, there's so many other ways to to get that body and that heart rate up to stay healthy. Right. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's- it's sort of ironic or funny that you know, God makes us work to maintain our youth. <laughs> you know, because you know, when you're in your twenties and thirties or teens, you know, nothing to look good to stay youthful. But if you want to have that same kind of look and lifestyle as you get older, you got to work at it. It's not going to be given right. to you, unfortunately. Right, right. Well, we all are going to um, age. That's uh, that's just the natural process of living. Um, so the only thing we can do is do as uh, much as we can to stay healthy. And um, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to go down the path, like I discussed about Jane Fonda, who wanted to do the facelifts and and body tucks and oh, all yeah. of that, you know, we can always do that. But um, you know, uh, it's uh, hey, we just do uh, what we can and eat healthy and exercise and. You know, so we'll be okay. We'll be okay. But thank yeah. you for sh- thank you for sharing, uh, Eric. I appreciate you calling in this morning. I appreciate listening to you every week. So, thank you so much. So I All am right, going to sh- take care. I'm going to share a little more information here. I have, um, and uh, thank you again. Um, so we're going to talk about. Uh, let's see, Eric. I'm going to put you on. I am going to mute you, Eric. <laughs> okay, I'm muting you. All right, so we're going to talk a little more about, there is a publication in the Washington, D.C. area called the Washington Informer newspaper, which I used to work for um, a while back and um, as a freelancer. But um, they have some very important information. I'll share a bit of that with you. Um, and there is an article they wrote, uh, National Health Aging Month Shines Light on America's Seniors. Experts, experts believe the number of older adults in the U.S. 
will reach nearly 71 million by the year 2030. And according to data compiled by AARP, this expanding older adult population will significantly affect the nation's public health system and increase the demand for aging-related services. September counts as National Healthy Aging Month, a time of the year during which great attention is given to the lives and contributions of seniors as well as the health challenges they face. So spend time with elderly people or call your local nursing home and ask if there's something you can do to support their residents as they deal with COVID-19, said Aaron Blight. He's founder of Caregiving Kinetics and the author of the upcoming book, When Caregiving Calls, Guidance as You Care for a Parent, Spouse, or Aging Relative. So if you have aging relatives, as I was saying, as I do, then you have to make sure that we check on them and make sure that they are okay. Challenge cultural assumptions about aging or oldness. Yes, these are cultural assumptions. Rethink what retirement actually means. Hire an older worker and write a letter to an elderly person who has been confined in the home during COVID-19, Blight suggested. Jim Owen, he is a 79-year-old fitness enthusiast, and he's the author and producer of The Art of Aging Well. Now that we would probably want to definitely listen to is going to be airing this fall on PBS. The Art of Aging Well, and it's uh, PBS, and he says, if we've learned anything from the pandemic, it's that the people most vulnerable are those with underlying health conditions. We know that these chronic diseases are, to some degree, lifestyle-related. So if you smoke or are obese or live a sedentary way of life, you are at the highest risk of getting seriously ill or dying from the virus. And then, again, I want to share with my listeners the other thing I shared last Saturday about getting a vaccine, a flu vaccine. But my girlfriend, she also wanted wanted me to share the fact that she uh, contracted uh, pneumonia. She had a case, a bad case of pneumonia that left her in the hospital for uh, about a month. So there's a pneumonia shot, and I believe that pneumonia shot is recommended for people who are 50 and older that we should get a pneumonia shot. You can check with your pharmacist. But during this COVID-19 pandemic, I think we should make sure that we are also not only getting uh, the flu vaccine, but the uh, vaccine for pneumonia. Because remember, the uh, COVID-19, if you get the COVID-19, or even if you get the flu, the flu affects your lungs. So, uh, and the and pneumonia is, uh, effect, well, the flu affects a lot of different things, but pneumonia definitely affects your lungs. So make sure you get a uh, pneumonia vaccine. Okay, so we are running down to the last few seconds of the show. Uh, this has been a very good experience for me to share with you this morning. I want everyone to, and now (laughs) someone, let me see. I may be able to expand the show. Let me see. Good morning. Welcome to Partners in Health. Good morning, Good morning. Do you have a question or comment as we end the show this morning? 
Yeah, I really love the way you uh, disseminated all the information, and I love the callers you had on. This was a really well spent, uh, enlightening experience. Um, I'm just waking up. I was on another radio show to can't get uh-huh. out of bed. I okay. worked all day, like 23 hours, and it's, I know that's bad. I shouldn't be saying that on a health show, but, uh, man, I just really love what y'all are doing, and I want y'all to keep pressing on, pressing on. The more y'all press, the faster stuff's going to happen. It's really oh, well, important. Y'all keep pressing you. through. Thank you so much for you know sharing. You get some, get some rest and uh, stay healthy and, and business savvy. We're going to end the show and uh, continue to listen and Spread the word. Spread the word. Let others know about us. Hey, man, I'm Pastor Don Jr. CEO, and I approve this message. All right. Thank you so much. (laughs) Have a blessed day, everyone. Ta-ta for now. I'll see you next Saturday. Next Saturday we have a special show planned for you, Uh, a little different. Uh, My special guest will be Petrina Huft, and she is an owner of a uh, health health, uh, hair, hair care business the owner of a hair care business, and she will be sharing about healthy hair and how to grow your hair and thicken your hair and have healthy hair. So that that's next Saturday. It's going to be at a special time from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock, but remember all shows are archived and available for your listening uh, pleasure so you can go back and listen to the show if you're not able to listen live. Okay, so and then we'll repeat that show again some other uh, Saturday, maybe in the month of October, at our regular 9 o'clock uh, time. All right, I'm signing off. Gail Dixon-McRide, your talk show host, health and wellness consultant. Again, stay healthy and business savvy. Ta-ta for now. Have a blessed day, everyone.